welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners. We continue to be here busting the one very common myth when it comes to spirituality, awakening, and enlightenment, so age group, which would be you lose people. No, that is not an enlightenment. So age group person, it's not even near an enlightenment vibration because to be in enlightenment vibration means that you're a person who uses the full brain of yours. So human baby, please. And that's where that brain is a left and right mode brain. And they are in our lovely neuroscience field studying consciousness. So in addition to us having our lovely sad guru, our spirituality guru, talk about how human nature is love, we also have neuroscience that is talking about the brain. And the good mental health professionals who also are talking about how our nature is love, like Stephen Porges, who didn't publish his book with his wife on this knowingness because the publishers wanted the whole Romeo and Juliet suffering stuff. And when you watch any movie and you watch 4D as they talk about energy vampires or um, what's the word? Dark auras or zombies. And again, 4D keeps saying how your spirituality awakening requires you to not be friends with people you know it's like okay no you're friends with all people so let me begin with anybody who's new if you believe in devil or demons or energy vampires you're not in 5d you're in 4d land it's okay you don't have to be in 5d land which means you don't have to believe in the scientific methodology of trauma experts somatic experts and every single one of the updated experts on human beings and how human babies are very important in the first two years of life if you did not receive a specific level of attunement by your caregiver and or caregivers and then repair and in the womb in the womb there's also you're going to be affected by your mother and even your mother's neglect history will affect your neurobiological this doesn't mean it's fixed doesn't mean you're going to stay in a certain way so on a Long story short, that's why 4D does a disservice. When they tell you spirituality awakening means you lose people, it means you need to go out and in doing the middle of nowhere, you need to go do yoga. No, no, you don't. Yoga is a portfolio of ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises is, is what you want to understand. And then sitting in silence in that uh, meditation pose works your prefrontal cortex. You want to know you're a human baby and you're a human being. So enlightenment is achievable by you being a human who knows the basic embodied brain. Now, the ones who create the whole zombie land, again, 4D has a lot of stories and they take the same neuroscience that I share, but they take it and create like fictitious, oh, they're gonna take us over and we already see the one percentile is taking us over and suppressing us in a lot of other conspiracy theories and whatnot. And on that note, back to enlightenment. So enlightenment and the myth that is busted. You don't lose people and nobody's an energy vampire or a zombie and the whole stories. And some are like, ah, not everybody believes in like, Yeah, I know, but I'm a 5D mystic and I see all these 4D mystics talking about this shit. So that's what shit is. In this case, the spiritual bypassing. And they are individuals who are speaking the way they are for whatever reasons, I'm going to leave that alone because it's not my arena. For people who do believe in demons and devils and, you know, again, energy vampires, there's plenty of 4D readers out there for you, channelers, all of it. you got plenty of choices online. 
I'm not one of those. I'm a pseudoscience woo-woo lady, but it's only because I respect the scientific methodology. So I'm okay with mysticism being considered woo-woo because I talk about it as a mystic, not as a neuroscientist. But on that note, here's where that lovely neuroscience guy that I saw getting interviewed, um, I need to look him up, but he was sharing how when they show the brain uh, in one eye, uh, an image of an angry person, and then in the other eye, there's a flashing of colors. The eye only sees the flashing colors, but never notices the angry eye. And he was explaining how one is for reactivity, and so um, to just instinctively do something, like you learn how to ride a bike, and you're going to learn how to ride a bike, and then you're not going to forget it. Something like that is how he was explaining it, and then how for consciousness, on the other hand, it's a little bit slower and not reactive. You don't want to have slower if you're in physical danger. And so here's why going back to human babies versus people with stories and the whole, yes, ancients may have shared with us and know a lot and the scientific methodology is seeing what ancients did know. So like when I look at the course with um, Daniel Siegel, I need to finish up my wheel and my interpersonal neurobiology course with him and I'm starting a new one too soon with him and it's going to be really exciting. So um, I might wait a minute or two to get our master class together because I have two very important courses besides my other holistic courses, but these ones are a priority because they teach us about human babies, which is very important because otherwise... We're not going to be able to make the most of our beginning, this new phase of IHP, which is to create a community of 5D mystics and functional adults. So we get to continue learning about the inner growth mindset and how to tap into the enlightenment version of you, obviously for those who want to, but even without wanting that emotion regulation building skills, because you're taking ownership of your thoughts and your emotions, and you're learning about having relationships minus the drama. Our entire oversoul is why we get to be here. So 4D is crappy because they all have unresolved trauma. People that are talking about losing people, they don't like people. So they have something where they were not seen and they were not noticed and they were not sued. And I say crappy because, see, this is where love is easy for the Enlightenment Soul Age person. For the 5D mystic, ever since I had clears, it never got harder. It only got easier. And the only people who made it sound like there were going to be three different planets <laughs> are the 4D people who are still making it sound like there's going to be three different planets. Now they just talk about spirituality awakening. It goes faster. Not really. <laughs> not actually. Because what you're talking about is not called necessarily that. What it is is a person is able to... It's a lot of things. I don't want to go... See, here's where I'm happier to talk about human stuff than to go down the philosophical lane of what people have addressed. Because, see, 4D does know about the Earth's energetic shift. I do, too. And I know where we're at and that there is a shift. I don't feel we need to spend time in the verbiage of the shift. Obviously, you would know intuitively if you're a 5D mystic, you already know this shift. You, can, you know about tower moments. You, you will have sensed it. You don't use mass media because it's a shitty, shitty platform. They just sensationalize and make a lot of 
afraid people, afraid more than they need to. And, and, and I can't wait for this to update and change, which I know it is. I know it is because we have 5D news reporter people. We have 5D educators. We have the people who are using their grown-up tones and they are using it because they love what they do. They truly care about what they do. And they're not doing it to receive a medal of honor from the parent and or parents that neglected them and or the transgenerational trauma. They're not doing social good behavior because they're grown-ups and their emotions. So when you care about what you do, you ain't trying to flaunt your little mantle around and you don't have nearly as much Kali tone. I'm still learning to get even more into my Krishna Lila Shiva with Kali. So I get very passionate. And uh, right now it's getting very passionate. See, and you can redirect that tone and, and redirect it. Why? Because we can talk about things that are very easygoing for open-minded people who love what they do and who love being humans. I'm just used to having a lot of people who don't love being humans and then remembering how much 4D just keeps talking crap about spirituality awakening and the energies. So when I was going through my ascension, I knew immediately uh, nothing special about what's going on. And no, we don't lose people. How dare you Talk about your own oversoul and you losing people. What is this? A competition? Are we cheerleaders and jocks? Is this what we're doing? So they all make it sound like teenage lambs. And I had fun as a teenager, by the way, but I knew of teenagers as emotionally immature people. And now I know of adults as emotionally immature. But now with the good mental health professionals, I know that that emotional immaturity is, yes, they're teenager, but it's also a sign of their adaptive child. So they can move into better lands for themselves until they do they were they're going to want uh, the silverbacks and so they can move into ethical cults culty cults and traditional cults and stay with their codependent type partner relationships which are really something not interesting uh, so on that note let me move into more of enlightenment is not you in a baby land of let me tell you, partner, who to be. Let me also uh, diagnose you and let me study you and let me fix you or something like that, okay? No. Um, people who are enlightened, they know how to have educational and important conversations is what I should say. I just don't have as many people who are interested in all the subject matters that I am. So intellectually speaking, there's a lot of individuals that I've met they only care about showing their shiny objects around uh, and so that's why it creates a different conversation except for my one divine masculine friend he's the one friend and then I have a couple of divine feminine friends as well but with my feminine friends it's a lot easier so the people who expand their human consciousness is what I should say so others who are inclined to move into Purusha Parakriti and their timing and they take ownership. So when people take ownership of their emotions, they also take ownership of their thoughts and they take ownership of their entire brain. Doesn't mean that they're going to do life in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, but it means they're going to do life consciously. And that's the nice thing. So when you meet divine masculine, divine feminine and people who are moving into their consciousness, they're just being their self, I should specify. So they're empowered unconditionally loving people and they know direct communication so they don't bullshit they don't do the i'm gonna project my unresolved trauma and or my basically attachment insecurity emotions onto you 
And, and what's projection? Projection is what it is. So that's why 4D, they, they just say, oh, I'm going to cancel you. They all do this cancel shit versus understanding <clears throat> how to talk, one, and then two, how to go to good therapy. And that's because if you can't handle people being different, it's not upon people. So some people want people to filter every single thing on the face of this planet. And they're all ego-sensitive. It's not even funny how many people are here. But again, luckily for us, educational system and science is what will prevail because that's how we evolve. And evolving means we find a recalibration. Okay, so on that note, enlightenment, so age of people, they have more friends, not less. On that note, Twin flame, flames, soulmates, we expand. We don't do separation. Uh, we don't do the uh, let me cancel you. No, we do. I will respect. So however, the relationships recalibrate, it's based on two people, which is why twin flames, they get to pick what they want to do. That's it. And there's nothing else. There's no saga. There's no list of demands. There's no, I'm going to wait for you for the rest of my life because you're my twin flame or flames. And there's definitely no putting on a pedestal or not. Uh, there's no, I'm going to cancel you. No, there's simply put when you know who, if you have a twin flame or flames, you just know. And if you're a mystic, you'll know your past lives with them. You'll also know your future lives with those who are going to be the oversoul soulmates. And then there's also actually, you know, when, uh, in some cases they've done maybe one life with you or something like that. And that one's fascinating because I have to figure that one out a little bit more. Meaning I haven't had too many downloads on one of my three twin flames. This is fascinating. But I don't spend, see right here, I don't spend time in mystic land because I'm busy with actually 24 hours of doing life with people. And so I get to live life with people who want to build relationships and so become heart to heart, emotionally involved with me, me with them, mentally involved and here is the part of also then your work though so 24 hours is all you got right which means you got work for those of us who are busy with work and getting financially independent and or are financially completely independent increasing that abundance uh, this is where it's not harder or easier as you move into enlightenment uh, the part about what 4d says let me describe this um light bodies yes you have light body happen, and then you have rainbow body too. I had one, two, three, at least three or four light bodies. I need to go check my light worker's life um, years, little schedule and whatever, and not a schedule, but I have, so I didn't count the years, but I have the important data points because when I found out about the 5D planet, I did track aspects of my life as Maria. <laughs> I do try to make sure I track dreams too, but I'm like, ah, it's not important because I already know my future. So I really don't need to do anything else about that. What's, what's reassuring or nice about knowing who are your future loved ones is just that for those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group, we love to be conscious about being living. And doesn't matter if maybe one day there's an alien species or not. For now, we're human babies. So there you go. And we're not like, oh, let me get out of this human body. I don't want to be in my human body. No, because we have a good relationship with our emotional body. And so because we're good with our body, that's why. 
And uh, we want all other people to be good in their body. Heaven is in your body is very much accessible. The Satori moment, you don't need a twin flame. Uh, in fact, when they talk to you about like a speedy Kundalini awakening or whatever, I mean, that's where everybody has something different. But what I would like you to understand is you're an embodied brain. And trauma memory is something that every one of you, if you have it or charge states, if you learn about it the human way, I'm sure you'd be like, ah, okay, this, 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 and this. You'd be able to pinpoint what that moment was. Um, and here's where, for me, with twin flames, I'll say that because of knowing so much about all of my past lives with all of them, except for the one that is the shortest, but that's really because they're a beginning soul. That's why. So they were very recent, if anything. Maybe this might be their first complete lifetime. That's what I was saying. I definitely know that they're a baby soul. Their entire clan is. <laughs> they're still in the zero one. In fact, they're going to stay in 3D land for a long, long time this lifetime. I don't know about next one, but I didn't see them in my next lifetime. So that's why um, it's always fascinating to share some mysticism stuff. If any of you don't know about Akashic Record readings or downloads, this is where uh, please send in your questions. We have paid subscription-based model content, but I also do have an episode or more on one, comparing 4D and 5D. And two, I also have where I talk to you about Akashic Records, tarot readings, stuff like that. So if you have something you're curious about, there's free content if you don't want to do the paid subscription. The paid subscription is more for if you need guidance, if you want guidance, if you would like a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group guidance, who's also trauma-informed. So I will always bring to you the human elements. That's the part that is different here. Um, on that note, so the Kundalini awakening thing and Satori moment, I would say that I can notice it probably for the people who were not in their consistent purusha prakriti so if somebody didn't have in their own body the ability to know what it was like to feel safe haven secure base okay so if you feel the day you actually do feel unconditionally loved and seen by somebody that's your satori moment it's when you could sit in a room forever and ever and ever but it doesn't change it doesn't go away you consistently are safe with the same individual and or individuals to be yourself, the quirky self with all of your flaws, all of them, all of them, all of them, all of them. So see, here's where I've always been okay with my flaws. Even if I've cried about it, it's never been in a, oh, I'm so unworthy. I'm so ashamed. Okay. I don't have that. I don't have it in any way. In fact, this is why I'm a smart ass. Sometimes I'm called rude. I'm called Miss Perfect. Whenever I get into discussions with my family members, immediate. So my mother and my twin, my younger sister too, but she's the baby, so she gets spoiled. But sometimes she still will have her ways as well. Other than my family, anybody else, they don't have to say anything because usually we're not engaging in our space like family does. So I don't play out any unfinished business because I don't have unfinished business. I love me for me and my family does too. And they say it. They say, you're only an asshole because we don't kick you and treat you like shit. I'm like, yes, that's true. But I also do work on my two-year-old tone. But yes, you're right. I do know you won't kick me anywhere. So <laughs> that's because my mom taught us how not to touch. Don't know. No touchy-touchy in the sense of no beating each other up. 
And on that note, <clears throat> this is why having compassion for those who don't know how to be functional adults is important. So people who are in their biological rudeness, as Stephen Porges points out, they don't choose to be in safety behavior. And they will most likely have had emotional neglect, traumatic neglect, and or malevolent neglect, and or systemic neglect, and or societal neglect. And there will be areas that they will not feel they can be their self. And here's why they do social good behavior. For societal, for example, they will try to avoid situations where they don't feel seen where they feel dehumanized they will avoid them because it will have them not feel loved and so here's where they can though learn to love themselves and then in a situation let's say sexism i'm a woman i'm a solo poly secure person i am single therefore and live a my main centric life more than one partner that I love in more than just a friendly way, meaning romantically doesn't mean, you know, polygamy is one thing, polyamory is another, but still I'm presenting this because in society, I've already had one of my close friends, even though it's more of an acquaintance, but I consider people close friends once we've shared enough moments together. So he's, he's a really great character. Every time we see each other, he gets to tease me and I enjoy him teasing <laughs> because I get to chit chat about this uh, solo poly life with a person who likes to poke in a way of being funny and one of the times the first time he was like oh I bet you it's because of trauma your whole relationship bit a deal that's what it is it's your twin flames and I'm like no it's not that this is the first time then then the next time they're like I forget what it was they said can I kiss you then since you love all and like it has nothing to do with that and no you can't <laughs> and I think the last time they kept asking so are you going to get married I'm like no marriage is off the table for me you know this is where it's funny or or they ask about physical stuff as well so when people are confident to be themselves they don't care if somebody is playing in a way of I don't know what you are not are meaning we have fun that's what confidence means it means that there's not an ego that gets bruised i'm trying to use tangible examples because this is the part some people they don't understand societal pressure only affects people who are not yet their spiritual process when Sadhguru says a spiritual process doesn't do social good behavior people don't know what it means i just gave you an example so when I'm talking to any person and when people have, in fact, in the past, there have been at least some scenarios where I've been very much um, in situations where people presented their unhappiness and so their emotional hurt and they did not provide what is an adult conversation the ones that I was able to bring my adult self to, I in fact brought closure to. And in uh, one or more cases, there was a strengthening of the relationship. Because see, an adult always knows how to say, I acknowledge that your feelings are hurt. And because you're important to me, because that's what we value is our relationships. We don't expect to be considered perfect because we're not. So we will make mistakes. We're okay with it. Enlightenment, soul, age group, spirituality process. We're going to fuck it up. 
because that's what it's called to be a fucking human. We're not going to be bending down and over and feeling ashamed though. So that's the one aspect that those who would want a person to feel ashamed, and those are the adaptive children who have unfinished business. So they project. The minute that you don't do and behave the way they would want you to, it's because they have low self-esteem. A person who has healthy self-esteem, so they know they're not superior or inferior, they take their subjective experience, and so they can acknowledge, I have my feelings hurt, but another person is another person. And that's the difference between a functional adult human being who will allow person to come in and to have conversation and then to have closure means that we actually repair and strengthen. The people who instead are unfinished business, that means they have insecure, low self-esteem. So they have codependent type mannerisms, which means there's indirect communication, passive aggressive, they weaponize words. They are the martyrs or superiors in the change. I'm going to change you or you have to change for me or the self-blame. I want to take care of you. And so I'm going to blame myself or I'm going to blame you for not taking care of me. In all of these instances, what we have is an insecure attachment, and this is also going to be a reactiveness. And then on that basis, an adaptive child, in fact, does not try to repair in conversation, in interaction. They do what is called a uh, immature agenda of, I'm going to prove that I'm right and you're wrong because they're already in their biological rudeness, though. So their safety behavior and their pattern, it's, they're playing out what they played in the family. And it's not a playing out anything, by the way. It's an unfortunate traumatic behavior that they will have gotten from household and or their other relationships. So gaslighting, ghosting, manipulation, again, passive aggressive. It's going to be very straightforward because they won't be trying to communicate. They will be imposing something and that's the projection. They're going to project upon another person. Here's my shame, blame, fault and or revenge quote unquote game. And I'm going to come after you and I'm right. And their anger, by the way, unfortunately masks the insecure, low self-esteem. That's why they're passive aggressive. And that's also why they're not consistent. So when 4D talks about you not being able to awaken because of people, that's not true. Actually, it's completely off because you are being given the opportunity with your oversoul to learn to be your own piece of Purusha Prakriti. So it's not about you without social good behavior being rude. It's about you being able to be an adult who's able to dress, and that's by maintaining number one calm, which is easy for an enlightenment soul age person. Because we are immediately aware of I'm a self and you're a self. So no matter what nasty mannerisms and or your nervous system is in, I don't feel ashamed of being me. And I was personally three when I had a little interaction that my regular listeners know about, which is why I'm not going to share the story again, again, again. But my three-year-old is able to say to my mother how not to spank me. And it's because it's my body and I wasn't disrespectful, but I also wasn't going to, once she was done with the little spanking, stay there. I was going to leave. So standing up for yourself in an adult way can happen as a three-year-old because it's about differentiation of the self. And that's from the way, though, that your household will have been, but also your personality drivers. So we have three of them. There's self-agency, then there's bonding and certainty. Okay, so on that note, we don't treat people who are nasty with us like shit. 
on the contrary, we will give them space, give ourselves space. This makes me think of Aaron Darley when he was like, ah, they need space, leave them space. There are some people, they don't know how to be in relationships, so they're the avoidant type. They need space because they got into the whole, oh my God, you're suffocating me. And it's like, wow, okay, let me leave you alone. <laughs> I will not try to love you at all and go find love somewhere else. But um, that's where avoidant, uh, actually, it's hilarious because of the twin flame saga. If you look at it closely, when you hear about the anxious and avoidant attachment, they bond, the trauma bonding. That's what I'm like, wow, okay, those relationship twin flame coaches are just helping people to get out of their insecure attachment styles. That's great. Luckily for them, they're going to have, you know, somebody help them to find their purpose. Their purpose is to be themselves. But, you know, they think that the twin flame is that who awakened their purpose to the star babies. Here's 4D again. So long story short, enlightenment. We are all star babies and human babies all alike. No aliens that are coming to get us though. And that's because 5D relationships again. No drama, just brains, embodied brains. And when we come together and look each other in the eyes. So on that note, the beauty about the grown-ups is that when we look each other in the eyes, we are looking to find and actually fulfill an emotional bond. And when people are open and receptive to each other, that is actually why relationships get built. So a person who wants to be intimate with themselves, they will be intimate with another. A person who chooses fear does not want intimacy with themselves. And if they eventually get to find a good therapist, then they might figure out a lot of things and it'll be nice. The beautiful part about good therapists is that they're out there helping all the people and they're going to keep on helping people to move into enlightenment. So yes, said guru helps people too, but... It's the neuroscience and mental health community that's going to help all people know heaven in their body because they get to talk about it. We get to talk about it as well, but on a little bit of a different way. So I know that our collective, because I choose to use words, 5D mystic, enlightenment, it's a group that I am choosing to talk to because the 4D doesn't do justice and doesn't allow you to move into what is your actual spirituality process. They don't give you the human elements. And the people who want to be in 5D mystic land deserve to have somebody share with them as well as the Enlightenment Soul Age group what it's like to be here. But it's also to create lovely, emotionally mature people because the inner growth mindset is all about you being yourself. So we have a combined effort. And for anybody who has Claire's, by the way, I have a group. So come on and join us. Uh, even though also for my master class, we're going to have the same people join the telegram group and on that note uh, the myth simply that we're busting right now is you don't lose people you gain more people and you learn how to be your adult self and those who have biological rudeness we don't treat them like shit uh, whatever they do doesn't matter we just know that they can get good therapy if they want and they don't have to though so if they do want to or they want to grow intimate with others they will continue their relationships if they don't want to they'll continue their other stuff and those relationships are good for them. We don't say we're going to cancel anyone. We actually always bring full closure with love and respect. So if we have to say a ventral vagal no, that's not something that means I'm going to cancel you. It's just I'm going to tell you what I think. 
And as Sadhguru points out, true friendship, you're a shit. No, you're a shit. No, you're a shit. <laughs> no, we're both shit. High five. And we hug it out. And we've had plenty of stories on, on that stuff the past couple of days. So I'm going to let you go. This is a short one. We're going to be back with more. In the meantime, I hope you're having a wonderful day. And again, if you have any questions, let me know.